welcome to the Travel Coach Network podcast, your weekly dose of travel coach info, inspo, and news from around the globe. Tune in to each episode to hear inspiring stories of successful travel coaches who are building their lives and business around travel, all while exploring around the world. You'll also learn all about travel coaching, setting intentions for a trip, adding meaning to travel, and how you can grow your own travel coaching business. Because remember, there is more to a travel career than just blogging and bookings. Now, join me as we reshape how and why people travel. Before we get to today's episode, we have a quick, small ask for you. In a moment, could you pause this episode, go to your favorite podcast player, and leave a review for this podcast? Even if you leave five stars and no words, we so appreciate that effort. When you leave reviews for podcasts, that helps them get discovered by the right people. So that means a future aspiring travel coach could discover this podcast because of your review. We so, so appreciate you taking the time to do that. We'll give you a second to pause this episode and do that now if you can. You back? Okay, great. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the Travel Coach Network podcast. It is I, Sahar Rose DeVore, the founder of the Travel Coach Network and the creator and instructor of the Travel Coach Certification Program. Today, I have a lovely guest, a member of the Travel Coach Certification Program and the TCN. We have Jessica Grace Coleman, also known as the Travel Transformation Coach. Jessica is a writer, an intentional travel advocate, host of the Travel Transformation Podcast, and founder of Flip the Script Travel Transformation Services. She's the author of the books, Write Your Life, The Ultimate Life Hack for Achieving Your Dreams, and Intentional Travel Transformation, Boost Your Confidence, Conquer Your Fears, and Finally Become the Person You've Always Wanted to Be. Through sharing her experiences as a digital nomad and a solo female traveler, She's here to show people that it's never too late to step outside of your comfort zone and boost your confidence through travel, and that they don't have to do anything as monumental as hiking the Pacific Crest Trail or climbing Mount Everest to achieve transformative results. Jessica completely flipped the script on her life using intentional travel, and now it's her mission to help others do the same through her books, her podcasts, her intentional travel itineraries, and her Flying Travel Transformation Academy. Jessica, thank you so much for being here on the TCN podcast. I cannot wait to dive into this conversation with you because I know that there are so many other travel coaches and travel business owners out there and travelers who are ready to be inspired by you. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I know that I was a guest on your amazing podcast, mm-hmm. and now you get to be a guest on the TCN podcast, and that is where we met, came into the Travel Coach Network and went through the Travel Coach Certification Program, and we will dive through some of that. But first, tell us about who you are. Tell us about your background, because you have such a unique story, and where your passion for travel stem from? Yeah, so my name's Jess. I'm from a very little village in the middle of England called Little Hayward. But at the moment, I am a digital nomad, so I'm basically living nowhere and everywhere <laughs> all at once. I just got back from South Africa a couple of weeks ago, and I'm heading out to Europe next month. So I'm sort of always on the road and working while I'm traveling, which wasn't always the case. I started sort of last year, at the start of last year. In terms of my love for travel, I can definitely pinpoint it. I was... 10 years old and I went on an amazing trip with my parents and my brother like a family holiday 
to the United States, actually. We did an amazing road trip all around sort of Utah, New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, all of those kind of places. And that kind of blew my tiny little mind, like just the fact that you could jump on a plane, go somewhere, hire a car and just explore was amazing to me. Before that, we'd gone on family holidays, which are like Caravan Park in Cornwall, or we'd hop on a ferry to France or something. Amazing. But like this was a whole other level. And yeah, it just showed me what was out there. It started my lifelong love for like the United States, all your national parks and things like that. So beautiful. And yeah, because of that, I actually ended up going to Colorado for a year abroad at university. I wouldn't have done that if I don't, I don't think if I'd not been on that trip because of going to Colorado for a year. I think that set sort of sowed the seed for my travel love of travel for the rest of my life like I just yeah it's one of the best things you can do to boost your confidence to meet new people to get outside your comfort zone to achieve new things yeah I, I think it all stemmed from that that trip I took when I was 10 years old so very grateful for my parents for taking me I know how privileged I am to have done that so yeah yeah you mentioned some things in there about how travel was transforming you can you give us some examples of what where did that journey start from you being a traveler and having these experiences to obtaining your own transformations and telling us what that looks like to now becoming the transformation travel coach? What did that journey look like? And what were there specific things that inspired this for you? Yeah, I mean, I think like a lot of people recently, during the pandemic, I was not happy, you know, like all the lockdowns and things like that. For about a year before that, I'd had a back injury, which meant I was pretty much housebound on and off. So that was before even the lockdowns happened. I was living on my own, working on my own. It was very lonely. Then the pandemic happened and not being able to travel made me want to travel more. I'm sure lots of people can identify with that. So to shake things up a bit, I did this self-imposed challenge flip the script on fear challenge which I since turned into a course and put on my online academy and I basically just challenged myself to do one thing for 30 days that either scared me or like that I've been putting off because I think we put things off out of fear a lot of the times anyway it all comes down to fear so I did that and as part of that I did so many different things I also gave my notice in on my house I applied for this co-living in Spain I did lots of things that I'd been putting off out of fear the co-living in Spain is actually where this whole thing started with the transformative travel. I went there for a month and the company who do it, Sun & Co, they're all about sharing your knowledge, giving skill shares, masterminds, professional events, because they're digital nomads from all over the world, all different backgrounds, all different businesses. So you can learn a lot. So knowing this, I went in with the intention of overcoming my fear of public speaking, which has held me back my entire life, like from school, through uni, through all the jobs I've had and into my own business, like putting myself out there, doing any kind of public speaking. Coming on a podcast like this is just not something I would have ever even entertained. Like I just didn't have the confidence to do it. So I went in there knowing that this would be the perfect sort of training ground, I guess, for me to try and overcome that fear. So but a couple of days after I got there, I gave a presentation myself, Life, Purpose and Legacy, which I'm really passionate about. And I was absolutely terrified, but I did it. And then I spent the entire month sort of throwing myself into all the professional events, all the social events. I also have quite sort of like a, a mild social anxiety and I hate being the center of attention, all that kind of thing. So I wanted to try and get over that as well. For a month, I did that. And then at the end of the month, I voluntarily, for some reason, wrote a poem about my time there and all my housemates and read it out on our last night, which, again, is not something I would have ever even considered doing a month before. Like you couldn't have paid me enough money to do that kind of thing. Um, and I found that I wasn't terrified and I actually had fun. 
And that made me think back about the last month and how far I'd come, how much I'd changed the way I thought about myself and the, the stories I told myself about things I could and couldn't do, like not being able to do any public speaking. I thought if I can do that in a month, what could I achieve in the future? And also, how can I help other people do the same thing? Because I was very unhappy before that with my life, with where things were going, my business. This just gave me the confidence to do absolutely everything else. And then, yeah, from there, I started writing a book. I joined your network, I did certification program, started a podcast, did my online academy, started doing courses, literally everything stemmed back from that um, trip. And yeah, now I just want to help other people do the same. And it was literally just going into a trip with a solid intention. And I didn't even have a, that much of a plan other than to just get as uncomfortable as possible and leave my comfort zone as much as I could. Yeah, that was the start of everything, really. Wow. There's so many parts in what you're just sharing that I know so many people can relate to. So like going back to being in this place where you're just unhappy, I think all of us can relate to it that at some point, at least in our lives, or at least know someone who can feel like that. And especially during that pandemic or as we're coming out of it, that was a really tough time for everyone to some degree. And I know for me that it's not easy talking about things like mental health or not being happy with life or not seeing a bright end, you know, bright light at the end of the tunnel type of thing. But the, the thing that's most inspiring by, for you about you is that you took charge of this and you were not the victim to yourself anymore that you sought out. I need, you recognize you needed to change and that you put yourself into an uncomfortable environment and situation, knowing that it was going to test you, but believing that it would maybe help you in some way. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, that all relates to why I started traveling in the first place. And I think I shared this on your podcast. When I started traveling, I was struggling with anxiety and depression. So I've always had an anxiety disorder, but I didn't know travel was going to help me, but I knew I needed to be in a different environment with different obstacles and different challenges because I wanted to see where life would take me and what did happiness look like to me. So I can see how so many people can relate to your story, especially you talking about, you know, having this fear of public speaking and not only public speaking, because I know that people are like, well, I'm never going to stand on a stage. They're like, that's never going to be me. But that rolls over into so many things, including business. So for those listening to the podcast who are travel coaches or travel agents or travel business owners or are aspiring to be business owners, how do you show up as much as you do as an author, as a podcast host now, as a business owner on social media, on your website, on podcasts and speaking opportunities? And how, how can you do all these great things you're doing now for your business when you struggled with that? Because that doesn't mean that it necessarily goes 100% away. But are there any thoughts that you have or tips you can give people around that? Because I know showing up is not easy and I struggle with that myself too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it is tough, but as with anything, the more you do something, the more you get used to it. And like you say, it never really goes away. Like, you know, I was quite nervous coming on this podcast, but consider if I can't like compare that to how I would have felt a year ago, I, you know, I know I would never have even considered doing it. So it's just doing it as much as you can over time. I think it's knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are as well and not trying to do 
too much at once that you can start with little baby steps like my first thing in the villa was giving a presentation to maybe 10 people and that was terrifying to me but it wasn't going on a big stage and talking to thousands of people terrifying you know so start with little things if you're scared of going and putting yourself online on social media and stuff I can totally relate to that (laughs) just start small with like a very small live or something like that um again it's just it's just practice just doing it over and over and over and one of the reasons I started my podcast I mean the main reason was to get my message out there it's a really great medium but I know that I am way better with audio than I am with like video or being on a stage so it's still scary but it's not too scary and too out of reach that I can you know still do it but also I knew that it would force me outside my comfort zone and it would get me to practice speaking and that kind of thing on a weekly basis and like if I've committed to doing a weekly podcast then I know I will I will go through with it I won't you know quit that so that kind of giving yourself accountability and accountability in general really helps as well if you have an accountability buddy um that you can team up with or like with the travel coach network you have a great community online with the Facebook groups and everything that you can get accountability there and yeah just do it just do it <laughs> just to sound like a, like Nike but you know just keep doing it keep showing up it is terrifying I get it but the more you do it the less terrifying it becomes as with anything and yeah just do tiny baby steps to start with if you if you really are like really terrified to do it but just know that you're not the only one who feels that way as well we all feel that way about something in our lives and I think a lot of people have the whole public speaking putting themselves out there fear as well so it's not just you keep trying baby steps and yeah if you can get something that makes you do it on a weekly basis then that really helps because you you get over it so much quicker yeah that's the common thing I do hear among many people who join the travel coach network or the certification program is they struggle to you know show up on social media because social media is you know the main vessel these days for growing a business whether it's on video whether it's instagram whether it's facebook whether it's tiktok youtube social media is that vessel of marketing these days and i know it's not easy and it's not the only way of course there's podcasts but that's also showing up i mean i you know me i'm a big believer in media and publicity but that's still showing up too speaking on stages at events, all of these things are a combination of what helps you get your message out there and grow your business, but it still involves showing up and having visibility. And I understand that's not easy for people. I know for myself, I'm an introverted person. That's, But many people don't know that about me because my face is everywhere. My name's everywhere when it comes to travel coaching and the travel coach network and my wellness travel coaching and me showing up to big industry events and standing on a TEDx stage and doing all the things I do. But I always say like, like when we travel when I when I was just a backpacker a solo backpacker traveling and I would go all over the world for six months and by myself and to crazy places and stuff that you know it can be scary for a lot of people and when I come home every single time I would look I would think or look at pictures and be like who is that girl how did she do that but the moment I get into the mindset of I'm packing my backpack, I'm booking my ticket, I'm getting to the airport and I'm sitting waiting for my flight. I go into this new character because now I have different responsibilities. I have to think differently. I have to think about my protection, think about cultural differences, think about my navigation, problem solving. It's the same thing for business. Even though we're not comfortable doing certain things and we think about it, we're like, how could you ever do that? 
But in business, there's certain things, roles that you have to play and hats you have to wear. And the more that you do it, that's why when we talk about travel, if people want to go backpacking solo, we don't recommend like certain destinations, like start off a little bit easier. Start off with something a little bit more familiar. It's the same thing showing up, like you're saying, practicing on podcasts. I know when I started on podcasts, I, it was like a pod, a blogging podcast that had nothing to do with travel coaching, travel or anything, but I got to practice more. So I know that that's something that you've, you've seen and experienced as well too. But I want to hear more about your different programs and your academy and your flip the script. Tell us about that because a common question I get is, well, how do I actually make money as a travel coach? And I think you're a prime example because you've come up with so many creative, fun things to grow your business. Mm, Yeah, that is the thing. I have so many ideas. I don't know what to do with them. It's just, it's actually having, you know, getting to, you know, actually using my ideas and things and making money from them. But yeah, so I have my online travel transformation academy which is basically an online educational portal. And I put all, everything I come up with, uh, courses, guides, challenges, my books are in there, any kind of content I create around travel and transformation, I put in there. So you can, anyone can sign up to be a member and you have lifetime access and any new stuff I put, I come up with, will go in there as well. And in the future, I am planning on doing some group, group coaching sessions in there as well. Once I build up my community a bit more. So that's sort of where everything ends up. Um, I also have mini courses that I sell separately if people don't want to do the whole academy thing. Um, I have my books, my podcast, like everything comes under my flip the script umbrella um, because it's all about flipping the script on your life and writing yourself a new story, which is what I what I did. Although um, my brother jokes that I didn't just flip the script on my life, I burnt the script. And I, just, I just like got rid of everything and started over again, which sometimes you need to do. But yes, but my new thing that I'm working on my intentional travel itineraries which is very new it's like this week so I'm going to be making some sort of done for you templates that people can purchase stuff directly off the site which will help them come up with their own itinerary for their own travel transformation to conquer their own fear or limiting belief or whatever it is they want to do with it and then I also offer bespoke ones where I will get information from people on a survey or a zoom and I will go away and come up with ideas like I say I love coming up with ideas for trips they can go on maybe based on some of the ones I've done or some of the places I've visited or some of the places I've heard about from other travel coaches and come up with ideas for where they can go where they can stay activities they can do that will help boost their confidence and specific things they can do to help overcome whatever fear or limiting belief they want to conquer so those are the sort of the main things I offer but yeah I always have ideas for courses and challenges and everything so that's why I started the academy because I can just bung everything I do in there and people can benefit benefit from it um even if they're already a member so yeah no I love that we hear terms like transformative travel and intentional travel come up a lot now what does that mean what do those words mean for you and your business and your ideal audience and clients Yeah. So, I mean, like you say, a lot of people are using these terms and a lot of people mean different things with them. And that's fine because it can mean different things to different people. Intentional travel. Some people think of that as going to a place and being intentional in the way they interact with the community, with the area, maybe doing charity work, that kind of thing. And that's great. But what I focus on is being going into a trip with a solid intention to transform yourself so you can become the happier best version of yourself 
because then I believe if you're happier, then you can go on and do great things. You can help people. You can, you know, create new courses or whatever to help people using your experience. So it's all about being intentional. And I'm starting say I start this thing called the intentional travel revolution, uh, which is basically taking a stand against all the things that have held you back in life. Because I got to the point where I was sort of so fed up and sick of public speaking and putting myself out there holding me back. Like I, if I'd sort of, you know, addressed this maybe 10 or 20 years ago, I don't even know where I'd be now because, you know, it was, it just held me back from everything, from going after jobs, from going after promotions, from giving presentations that I wanted to give, speaking up about you know a certain issue would stop me from doing everything so it's about taking a stand against things you're finally sick of like ruining your life or controlling your life and taking back that control and going out there getting outside your comfort zone so you can achieve incredible things you would never think possible and yeah so it's my wish to sort of get my intentional travel light in the rose in the hands of as many people as possible just so people are aware of it because you know we know people in the travel industry know how transformative travel can be we know intentional travel what that can do for you but a lot of people don't know they might go on one trip a year or every few years just to relax or go to a resort or something and that's great too sometimes you know you need that break but they're not aware of how they can actually use travel as a tool not just to transform in general but boost their confidence and to overcome specific fears and limiting beliefs and you know I think travel, especially solo travel, which I do a lot of, it can't help but, you know, boost your confidence generally. But you can get so much more out of it if you have a specific intention going into this. And I, I don't think many people really think of that when they think of travel. They just think of going on a holiday or, you know, going to relax somewhere on a beach. And yeah, so I want to get the message out there that you can do that and you can do it at any time of your life as well. It's not just for, you know, gap year students or people in their 20s. You can do it whenever and you can completely change your life if you put the work in and you know go in with a solid intention yeah absolutely an editor for a big travel publication emailed me the other day doing an article on travel coaching and one of the questions that they asked me was you know how do we define travel coaching in the travel coach network and a part of that that I said is exactly that helping people set intentions for those trips I've always been a big believer in this. Why one of the reasons I became a wellness travel coach and I started the Travel Coach Network was because we, as travelers, we understand how, as avid travelers, how powerful travel can be, and whether it's our well-being, whether that's mental, emotional, spiritual, physical well-being, and our relationships, on our personal growth and personal development. We understand these, but for the average person who doesn't who doesn't get to travel as often, or they or work in the corporate world, or they're busy moms, or whatever it might be, or they just didn't have the opportunity or the confidence to be able to go on a solo trip, but it's always been something in the back of their head, that it going to places like an all-inclusive resort or going to these kind of shelter, more sheltered experiences, which there's nothing wrong with those, like you said, that, I mean, I like those from time to time again, too. There's times that I don't want to think about anything. I just want to do work, be like, at the pool, whatnot. But we understand that, and I think this is common within everyone in the Travel Coach Network, is that travel really has the power to transform you. But travel coaching is about helping people set those intentions because we need to be mindful of what are we actually looking to get out of this experience, no matter how long the trip is going to be or where you're going to go, even if it's for a work trip. 
that if we are intentional about what we, how we spend our time and whether it's we engage with the people in the community there, or we are, you know, knowing that our emotional wellness bucket needs to be filled more and that maybe there's something we need to do that can fill that. Or maybe it's, you know, that mental health aspect of, you know, I need to be on for a little bit. I have had so much going on in my crazy life and my family and my partner or whatever it might be, my work. I need just to sit at the beach or go for a walk in, you know, in with some lush greenery somewhere. There's really those powers of blue and green spaces that studies show, talk a lot about. So there's a lot of missed opportunities that can happen when we travel if we don't set intentions of what we are looking to feel after we come from this trip or how we want to feel during this trip or you know not no matter the degree of you know why they're traveling or who they're traveling with and i think that is like the foundation of you know intentional travel and like you said using travel as that tool to really shake up your life and get what you're looking for for out of life. And that's a prime example of what you've done there too. When it comes to coaching, I, can you answer like why, what has adding coaching to your services done? Because you've talked about creating itineraries for people and helping them with the planning phase and, you know, writing your book, but I'm sure there's people in our audience who are like, yeah, but what about the coaching aspect? Like, why is that important? Can you talk about that a bit more and maybe give some examples of questions you ask or what coaching looks like with you and your clients? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, I mean, I do lots of things. I do books, podcasts, courses, like I say, and they're all great, but you can, you know, read as many books as you want, take as many courses, listen to any, any podcasts, and you don't have that bespoke personal aspect to it. So you can take in all the information, you don't have someone encouraging you to actually do anything with that information. So I think that is the main thing for me when I think of coaching, I think of having someone to look at my personal story and help me with my own personal issues. But more than that, it's the accountability, like I said before, having accountability is a huge thing. Having skin in the game, like if you've paid for coaching, and you know, you're you've got that skin in the game, you're more likely to do something with the information, like the when you pay, you pay attention, that that kind of thing. So if you have someone encouraging you, you have the accountability, you've got some skin in the game, you're more likely to actually go on that trip or book that flight or do the first step, rather than if you're just, you know, reading a book or passively listening to a podcast. So I think that is a huge, huge part of it. Um, I th yeah, I think it's just, I mean, I, I haven't been doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, which is something I took from your course, actually, because I was putting off the idea of coaching for so long because I didn't want to do one-on-one -on -one coaching because I, I also run an editing business. That's what I've been doing full-time since 2014. And that is sort of time for money work. It's not very scalable. It's not passive at all. I didn't want to get stuck in another business model where I couldn't scale it and I couldn't make any passive income. So I was really resisting the idea of doing any kind of coaching certification for so long. But in the course, you say that, you know, there are so many other ways that you can incorporate coaching into your services. Like with my academy, I'm going to be doing group coaching in there. So you can coach too many. And, you know, there's there's all kinds of different ways of doing it. So 
I think some people are also put off by one-on-one coaching as well on the other side like feels I don't know too scary or you know you feel like you're going to a therapist or something and you know therapy is great but some people are scared of that whole notion talking to people telling them your you know your fears that's a huge thing so I think it can really help to maybe start with something like a group coaching program and then if you want to do more in-depth work then you could go on to one-on-one and that kind of thing but yeah, I think there's nothing like it in terms of having someone just guide you through the process and, you know, tell you exactly what you need to do, help you out and give you accountability. Yeah, coaching doesn't, I want to break that stigma. And that's something I hear so much is like, well, how do I get one-on-one clients? I'm like, I always ask, is that what you want to do? Mm-hmm. I know for me, that's never what I wanted to do. That's not what I do as a wellness travel coach. So it doesn't mean that has to be the only way if you believe in coaching or travel coaching and you want to coach people, you don't have to do one-on-one. You're a great example of there's coaching in your books. By give your, There's coaching in your courses and your resources. Digital products are a great way of coaching. Your podcast is a great way of coaching. Giving people the right tools and mindset and, and tasks to be able to, you ask them the right questions, you give them tasks to do, whether it's journaling, makes it pull from within the whole foundation of coaching is to be able to for have people have self-awareness where a certain feeling or desire is stemming from and therefore what needs to happen in order to reach a certain goal and you can do that in a wide range of things so if you can learn the foundation of travel coaching you can implement that into so many different areas and i've seen a big influx of travel agents and travel advisors coming into the travel coach network especially during the pandemic and as we come out of it because there's a great you can combine coaching travel coaching with how you help people plan and book trips and it's really just that personal deeper level of understanding people and having them understand their own desires and their own needs their own limiting beliefs around travel so they can really have that hopefully that feeling that transformation that outcome the result that they are looking for while they're a feeling of why there's why are they scrolling on Instagram and, and desiring trips or why are they searching Google flights in the first place, right? There's a reason for that. And if we don't pull that out, we're never going to really have that outcome or feeling that we are looking to obtain in the long run. I know for me, when I was working, when I was still in college, or you like to say uni, I should uni. say that's way, <laughs> sounds way better than saying <laughs> <laughs> when I was in uni still, and I was working in the in the restaurant industry in Chicago, and it was a very high paced, fast paced, like high energy environment with someone with me an anxiety disorder. I mean, I hustled my butt and made great money, but it can take a toll on you mentally. And that's what was leading also a big contributor to leading into my depression. But I had a goal in mind to save work and save money for travel. But I know in those moments at work, I would find myself in the corner with a list, and this is before I traveled to anywhere yet, with the list of all the destinations that I wanted to go to. And it was like, it was my, in a moment of having anxiety and unhappiness. And so for me, I wanted to figure out why was I, why was this travel and why was it these destinations I was looking for and how can I make the most out of actually going there? So travel just really can transform you in so many different ways and giving so many great examples here, Jessica, on different ways to have revenue streams and to overcome your fears and everything as well. Is there anything that we haven't talked about yet today that you love to share with the audience? 
Um, yeah, I just want to talk about having people talk about having a why behind your business and having something bigger than you to, you know, help you get up in the morning and get to work and stuff like that. And I, I was thinking about this and then I saw this guy on Instagram who has his own sort of global outreach project. Project. I said project then because like I was an American. <laughs> You're rubbing off on me. Yeah, he's from America and he basically goes around uh, Thailand and Cambodia, Southeast Asia, helping families, donating money and food and toys and stuff like that. And I thought it was so great that I decided to partner with him. So he's called Give the Goodness Global. You can find him on Instagram at Give the Goodness Global. And 10% of all my sales from my intentional travel transformation book go to him. And I've just decided as well that I'm going to give 5% of all my online courses, digital services, anything basically that I sell on my website to that cause as well so please go and check them out they're amazing give the goodness global I also have a charity page on my website which has more information on him but yeah I would highly recommend finding something like that that you can really put behind your business and make it more of a purpose-driven business but also a personal reason to want to you know make more sales and reach more people and have more people listen to your story and things because it will not only change their lives, but it will also change lives of the people this guy is helping in Southeast Asia as well. So if you could incorporate that into your business, it's a win-win-win for absolutely everyone. So yeah, I would highly recommend doing something like that. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. As we wrap it up here, are there any, is there a fun fact about yourself that doesn't have to be travel or business related? I know you shared so much about yourself already, (laughs) but is there anything that is a fun fact that you'd like to share with our audience? Yeah, so I've mentioned that I'm a writer with my nonfiction books, but I also write fiction. I write young adult paranormal mystery novels. Sadly, I haven't done it for a few years because of all the traveling and all the business and stuff. That's also why I want to get to a point in my business where I'm making passive income so I can go back to it because I really enjoy it. And I've based a lot of the locations in the place on um, locations in my home village and my hometown, loosely based, but yeah. So yeah, I uh, I write all kinds of books and I've self-published 11 books so far on Amazon. So that's my passion, my writing. Yeah. That's amazing. I've published a book on Amazon years ago and that's not an easy task. I mean, the writing part is the fun, easy part for the, pub- mm-hmm. the publishing, the self-publishing and getting it all set up. So 11 books, that's absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm. Jessica, where can everyone learn more about what you're doing and find and follow you? Yep. So you can go to my website, which is traveltransformationcoach.com. I'm on Instagram at uh, traveltransformationcoach. I'm on TikTok, which is a recent edition at Travel Transformation. Also, you can listen to my podcast, the Travel Transformation podcast every week, wherever you listen to podcasts. Wonderful. We are going to include all of those links into the show notes. But Jessica, thank you so much for being with us today. We absolutely love having you in the Travel Coach Network and being a graduate of the Travel Coach Certification Program. We are absolutely in love with what you're doing and your mission. So thanks again for being with us. Uh Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Wonderful. Well, everyone, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Travel Coach Network. Learn more about us at thetravelcoachnetwork.com come give us a hello. We look forward to having you in our Facebook TCN global community. The link for that, as well as your free beginner's guide to travel coaching are in the show notes, along with all of Jessica's links too. And if you know anyone who may be interested in becoming a certified travel coach or learning about travel coaching in general, please be sure to send them our way to our podcast. We truly appreciate it. And until next time, my fellow wanderers, bye for now. 
for listening to this episode of the Travel Coach Network podcast. If you're brand new to the world of travel coaching, you must grab our free beginner's guide to travel coaching in the show notes. Then come share your takeaway from this episode in the Travel Coach Network global community. It's our free Facebook group for aspiring and thriving travel coaches. See you there. Thank you.